It appears Pennsylvania ain't great when it comes to renewable energy growth. And the situation in the Middle East has led to at least one bomb threat and an arrest for pointing a gun at rally-goers in the mid-state. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Monday, October 16th, and this is being recorded at 9.23 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started. A new report ranks Pennsylvania at the bottom of states in terms of renewable energy growth over the last decade. My colleague Rachel McDevitt has the details. Out of 50 states and the District of Columbia, Pennsylvania only beat out Alaska in adding new wind and solar energy. The analysis from Penn Environment shows the Commonwealth had little growth in wind and tripled solar energy in the last decade, with most of the growth happening in 2019. The country as a whole doubled wind power and saw a 12-fold increase in solar in the same time frame. Ellie Kearns with Penn Environment says the state should be shooting for 100% renewables by 2050. But in the last 10 years, we only brought online enough renewables to power less than 2% of Pennsylvania's homes and continue to purchase just 3% of our electricity from renewable sources. Now, the report does note Pennsylvania performed better in electric vehicles, ranking 10th in EV sold and 11th in EV charging stations added. Pharmacy chain Rite Aid has filed for bankruptcy and obtained nearly $3.5 billion in fresh financing as it carries out a restructuring plan. The Philadelphia-based company is coping with falling sales and opioid-related lawsuits. Rite Aid says it would also close underperforming stores. Last year, the company settled for up to $30 million to resolve lawsuits alleging its pharmacies contributed to an oversupply of prescription opioids. The company moved its headquarters from Cumberland County to Philadelphia in 2021. Abortion access and election-related issues are on the minds of many voters ahead of next month's judicial elections. But my colleague Ben Wasserstein reports cities' abilities to pass their own gun restrictions could be at stake. The Uniform Firearms Act of 1995 prevents municipalities from imposing their own gun regulations. In 2020, Crawford v. Commonwealth, which sought to change how municipalities could issue gun regulations, was brought before the Commonwealth Court. But, according to Spotlight PA, the court dismissed the case, with Judge Patricia McCullough saying citizens of the Commonwealth would not be subjected to varying and differing firearm regulations as they travel from town to town. The court noted the Supreme Court might have a differing opinion. In September 2023, the High Court held oral arguments as it decides whether to reinstate the case. The Supreme Court has a 4-2 Democratic majority with Democrat Dan McCaffrey and Republican Carolyn Carluccio fighting for the open seat. Regardless of who wins, the Democrats will maintain their majority. Eighteen farms have been added to the Commonwealth's preservation roles. My colleague Ed Ark reports some 1,300 acres will be protected from residential or commercial development as a result. Pennsylvania leads the nation in preserved farmland with over 630,000 acres protected from future development since voters approved the Farmland Preservation Program in 1988. Among the most recent additions to the Farmland Preservation Program, the Mark E. and Joanne L. Enders Farm in Jackson Township, Dauphin County, the Kirby F. and Joanna E. Nisley Farm in Raffo Township, Lancaster County, the Jackson Family Farms LP No. 2 in Chansford Township, York County, and two farms in Franklin County. Farmland preservation has been included in the 2023-24 state budget, with the State Agriculture Department seeing an overall increase of 6.4 percent. 
And the Philadelphia Phillies are back in action tonight as the National League Championship Series gets underway with Arizona. The Phils will start their most dependable pitcher, Zach Wheeler. He gets the nod for game number one. The Diamondbacks will send 17-game winner Zach Gallen to the mound. Just an FYI, The Morning Agenda is available anywhere where you find your favorite podcast and on the WITF YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, I ask that you share it with your friends and on your social media platforms. You can play a big part in spreading the word about The Morning Agenda. So I started off this Monday morning going through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that may impact you or your community in the future. So here's what you need to know. A bomb threat to a mid-state synagogue led to several road closures as police searched the facility. The Daily Item reports state police and officers from several Northumberland County Police Departments responded to the emailed threat to Congregation Bethel in Sunbury on Friday after it was determined to be credible. After several blocks around the building were evacuated, bomb-sniffing dogs were used to determine no threat was present and the facility was safe. A Lebanon County man is facing charges for pointing a gun at people attending a Palestinian rally in Harrisburg. Penn Live reports 56-year-old Kevin Blandy of South Lebanon Township shouted racial slurs during the incident on Friday. He's been charged with a felony count of ethnic intimidation and misdemeanor charges of making terroristic threats and simple assault by physical menace for the incident. Blandy has been arraigned and released on $50,000 bail. The rally was organized to protest the Israeli bombardment of the Gaza Strip, which has displaced 338,000 Palestinians and cut off electricity and water. And the Gettysburg National Military Park will soon have a new leader. The Gettysburg Times reports Superintendent Stephen Sims has been named to oversee the Independence National Historical Park in Philadelphia. He's expected to begin that position in mid-November. Sims has been superintendent of the Gettysburg National Military Park and Eisenhower National Historic Site since January 2020. As you ease into this Monday, just want to check in and find out what is the one song you are thinking about today. What is the one song that's rattling around in your brain? Reach out to me on Twitter and let me know about it. I'm at TLambert895, the site now known as X, I guess. And you can check out our Spotify playlist. It's called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, October 2023. And my pick for the start of the work week is Metallica's Unforgiven. And that does it for The Morning Agenda, a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated. Be well, enjoy the rest of this day, and we will talk again tomorrow.